Respect the chairman, brothers, sisters, honored guests of the promised Messiah, alayhi salam. I greet you all with the universal greeting of peace. Assalamu alaikum rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Wa Dawat illallah, preaching with the passion of Noah, is my speech that I'm tasked to present to you today. God Almighty has given us the understanding that Hazrat Noah, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, was an extraordinary man with an extraordinary message from God. Calling people to God has been the mission of all of God's prophets, and they all came with the message of mercy, forgiveness, and the warning of God's wrath that would be brought upon the disbelievers or the people who would continue to go astray after the message had been delivered. This responsibility also falls upon the followers. As Allah says in the Holy Quran, there are no people in the world to whom we have not sent a warner. Chapter 35, verse 25. Who was Noah? Noah was a law-bearing prophet who lived nine generations after Hazrat Adam, as has been cited in, on page seven of Hazrat Nu by Rashid Ahmed Chaudhry. He lived in the valley surrounded by huge mountains in Mesopotamia and southern Iraq. The Holy Quran says, and we certainly sent Noah to his people, and he dwelt among them a thousand years, save 50 years. Then the deluge overtook them while they were wrongdoers. Chapter 29, verse 15 of the Holy Quran. Islam teaches us that Noah preached to his people both verbally and by example. In short, he talked the talk and he walked the walk. It has been said that Noah was a great man of faith who didn't com compromise his faith during the time in history when all others were ignoring God and carrying out extreme evil. Noah preached a hundred years during the building of the ark and God patiently waited for any person to repent. However, the people of Noah continued in their evil ways until they were all wiped out by the great deluge. You know, coming here today, I was looking at this farm complex, which also reminded me of how an ark might look inside. So it is the understanding that if an ark like this was, was being built by Hazrat Noah at that time, and he was calling people to fill it, that we also have a great responsibility in regards to this ark of this age. For the years, what was Noah preaching to his people? How many of those years that Noah was preaching to his people, what was it that he was preaching? The Holy Quran tells us in chapter 71, verses two through five, that when Noah was sent to his people, he was saying, warn thy people before there comes upon them a grievous punishment. He said, oh my people, surely I am a plain warner unto you that you serve Allah and fear him and obey me. He will forgive you your sins and grant you respite till an appointed time. 
Verily, the time appointed by Allah cannot be put back when it comes, if only you knew. This was the essence of Noah teachings that was conveyed to the people for over a hundred years. And what was the response of Noah's people to his preachings? The Holy Quran says, and every time I called them that thou mightest forgive them, they put their fingers into their ears and covered up their hearts and persisted in iniquity and were disdainfully proud. Chapter 71, verse eight. And what was the condition of Noah's people of his time? Keep in mind that the people of Noah were descendants from Hazrat Adam, and among Adam's descendants, there were many brave and pious men, greatly loved and revered by their respective communities. History goes on to narrate that upon, that upon the death of these elders, people felt enormous grief, and some felt prompted to make statues of these people in remembrance of them. Then gradually, through the generations, many forgot what these statues were intended to be about, and they started to worship them, along with many other idols. As the Quran says, surely they were a transgressing people. They were most unjust and inordinate. This was the condition of the people of Noah, but Noah and his followers never stopped preaching to them. They continued to preach to them right up to the time when the ark was ready to move. Then Hazrat Noah said, Embark, embark therein in the name of Allah be its course and its mooring. My Lord is assuredly most forgiving and merciful. Chapter 11, verse 42. Calling mankind to God has always been mercy, a mercy bestowed on man from God in his raising prophets in the world when mankind starts to worship other so-called gods other than the one true God or forget God altogether. And when the world becomes submerged in immorality and evil becomes a result of it. The Holy Quran says, and thy Lord would never destroy the towns until, they had, until he has raised in the mother town thereof a messenger reciting unto them our signs, nor will we destroy the towns until the people thereof are wrongdoers. Holy Quran, chapter 28, verse 60. And this is a divine law. So what about this time? The Holy Prophet Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi prophesies, and has been earlier indicated from, and has been recorded in Mishkatul Masabi, Kitabul Ilam, that a time will come when nothing will remain of faith except rituals, and nothing shall remain of our Quran except its words. Their mosques will be splendidly furnished, but destitute of guidance. Their divines will be the worst people under the heaven, and strife will issue from them. Again, in Sahih Bukhari, Kitabul Al-Tasir, the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu is recorded to have said that even if, if faith leaves the world altogether and ascends to the Pleiades, a man of some men from among the Persians will bring it back to earth. And the Bible has been recorded to say in Matthew chapter 24, verses 37 through 9, that, but as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will be the coming of the son of Mandi. Hazrat Mizzah Ghulam Ahmed of Qadian claimed to be that man. 
1899 that he was the same Messiah and Mahdi whose advent had been prophesied for the latter days, not only in Islam, but also in other faiths. Now in accordance with the same law, the same divine law, which was mentioned earlier, that the Lord would never destroy the towns until he has raised in the mother town thereof a messenger reciting unto them our signs, nor would he destroy the towns unless the people thereof are wrongdoers. Now, after 128 years, 128 years has passed that the promised Messiah Islam has been raised. Hazrat Mizagulam Ahmed Akkadian as the promised Messiah and Mahdi for the generation, for the regeneration of the nations of the earth, giving him the names of all the world's prominent prophets and apostles of bygone times. This has been recorded in the Brahini Ahmadiyya, part five, page 89. It's always amazing to me that the Christians and the Muslim has also a date in mind that when the reformer would come, the Christians believed that after 2,000 years that Jesus would appear. The Muslims were told that after 1,300 years, Imam Mahdi would appear. And it's a wonder that the time has passed, but none of them have seen that the promised Messiah has already come. He manifested in his, in his favor both these signs. He blessed him and his followers in the most extraordinary manner and has further promised that he will cause all kinds of spiritual material blessings to descend on those who will accept him and faithfully follow his teachings, that he will strengthen them so that from a weak and slender sapling, they will grow up into a gigantic tree, a tree whose roots would be firmly embedded in the soil below while its branches will soar so high as to kiss the clouds above, towering over all other trees and so overshadowing them as to make them appear like small stunted growth beside it. But this tree is not an exotic tree. It is the self-same tree that had been planted and nurtured by the Prophet of Islam 1,438 years ago. Despite all this, however, as has always been the case ever since the world began, a fact which has already been pointed out before, the promised Messiah Mahdi was also destined to be rejected by many. For God had informed him at the very beginning of his mission I shall show a flash of my signs, and I will exalt you most miraculously. A warning appear, a warner appeared in the world, but the world ex accepted him not. However, God will accept him and establish his truth with mighty signs, as has been recorded. as has been recorded in another great prophecy on page four. The promised Messiah and Mahdi Hazrat Mizagullah Ahmed, the Noah of this age, has also constructed an ark through his teachings and presented in his book, Kishtinu, translated as Noah's Ark. This ark, like the ark of Noah of antiquity, is being boarded and is ready to move. In the name of Allah is its course and its mooring. The signs of the earth bear witness to this with the fulfillment of ancient prophecies and recent prophecies of the promised Messiah. The promised Messiah, alayhi salam, has been recorded to have said, remember that God has informed me about the coming of earthquakes. So remember surely that in accordance with the prophecy, earthquakes came in America and also in Europe. They will also occur in different parts of Asia. Some of them will be as terrifying as a doomsday. There will be death on such a large scale that rivers will run with blood even birds and animals will not escape it. Such destruction will overtake the earth as has happened, as has not happened since man was born. 
most places would be turned upside down as if they had never been inhabited. There will also be other terrible afflictions, both in heaven and in the earth. And every sensible person, every sensible person will realize that they are no ordinary phenomena and no trace of them will be found in books or astronomy or philosophy. Then people will be seized by anxiety and will wonder what is going to happen. Many will be saved and many will perish. Those days are near. Indeed, they are on the doorsteps of this world. The world shall witness a spectacle of doomsday. Not only will there be earthquakes, but other terrible calamities will also appear, some from the heaven and some from the earth. This will happen because men have given up the worship of their God and all their thoughts and their designs and all their resolves are diverted towards this world. Had I not come, these calamities might have been delayed for a while, but with my coming, the secret designs of God's wrath that have been a long hidden have been manifested. As God Almighty said, we never punish until we have sent the messenger. Those who repent shall find security, and those who fear the calamity overtakes them before the calamity overtakes them will be shown mercy. Do you think that you will be saved from the earth, from the earthquakes, or that you can save yourselves by your own designs? No, you cannot. All human designs will come to naught that day. Do not imagine that only America has been shaken by the earthquake and that you are safe from your experience in, in, uh, for, and that you, and you are safe for you may ex experience even greater calamities. Oh, Europe, you are not secure. Oh, Asia, you are not secure. Oh, you who dwell in islands, no artificial God will come to your aid. I see the cities falling. I see the habitations in ruin. The one and the unique has long remained silent. Abominations were co committed before his eyes, and yet he remained silent. But now he shall reveal his countenance in a dreadful manner. He who, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. The hour is not far. I try to bring everyone under the security of God, but the decrees of destiny had to be fulfilled. Assuredly, I say that this country's turn is also turning near. The, day, the days of Noah shall appear before your eyes, and you will see with your own eyes what happened to the land of Lot. But God is slow to wrath. Repent so that you are shown mercy. He who abandons God is a worm, not a man, and he who does not fear him is dead, not alive. Has, has been recorded in Hakatol Lawahi, Essence of Islam, volume 5, page 148 to 150. So, brothers, what are the idols of today? Why would this time deserve the wrath, <clears throat> the wrath of Almighty Allah? Think about it. What is one of the idols that is being worshipped today? Worship a man of man, worshiping a man as God. Worshiping a man as God. I mean, this is one of the, the most heinous crimes, the most heinous idols that can ever have been committed by man. Since the advent of the atomic bomb, worshiping power, people want every nation wants to blow up every other nation. Everybody is so intoxicated with power, intoxicated with money, materialism, also idols, committing violence on large scales and causing bloodshed. I live in the city of New York. There's a drive-by shooter every day. Now, Lawlessness is so prevalent that even police are being blown away. Committing immoralities and abominations, all of these are idols. 
So people of all nations guilty of such, you have been called to turn back your ways by the Noah of this age. He has invited you to board this Noah's ark because on this day, none can be saved from the decree of Allah except by following his teachings. As Prophet Noah salam, preached to his people with great intensity and urgency day and night, publicly and privately, individually and collectively, to call them towards God and save them from the coming divine punishment of the great flood, our Kulafa have also asked us to adopt a similar approach to invite mankind towards Allah with passionate and urgent appeals since the possibility of a, na of a, of a major global catastrophe in the form of a third world war draws nearer with each passing day. This is the only way to save and secure mankind from destruction. Thus, each Ahmadi, each Ahmadi must become an active da'in Allah, caller to Allah, and realize that the pamphlets and information that they distribute are like admission tickets to enter the ark, to enter the only ark of refuge of this time. So, brothers and sisters who might be listening, as some have been interrupting already, give out a ticket. Give out a ticket to this ark. As the brother had just said earlier, by driving to the Jalsa with a decal on your car could be a way of you privately and quietly summoning people to the way of the promised Messiah, alayhi salam. By any means that you can do a, a, a conveyance of a message. I remember this morning, I was walking in a supermarket and I had on one of those like uh, nice peace t-shirts that had been given at one of the campaigns. And a young man asked me, I didn't have to say a word. He just asked me, he says, where did you get that shirt? He said, that shirt conveys a beautiful message. He said, that's what it's about. He said, that's what Islam is about. Now, mind you, this wasn't another Muslim. This was just a regular guy that was on the street. Just a regular guy that was serving people at the counter. He said, this is the message of Islam. This is the message of Islam. So if you understand the power of what you can do, because believe me, there are no other people, there are no other Muslims that are conveying this message. It is up to you to convey this message. You, the Ahmadis, you who have accepted the promised Messiah, it is up to you to convey this message. So whatever you do, be a Dain Allah, be a private son, be a personal, do like Prophet Noah, night and day, privately, collectively, publicly, call people to the way of Allah in whatever way you can, by whatever way Allah gives you to do so. Hazrat Khalifa Tul Masi al Khamis, our current Khalifa, may Allah strengthen his hand, has said, the Holy Quran states, and who is better in speech than he who invites men to Allah and does good works and says, I am truly of those who submit. Chapter 41, verse 34, God declares, summoning people to him as the best of tasks and everything else as secondary. One is to utilize all resources that are available to perform this task and be included in the best of people. The Holy Quran states hundreds of commands and forbids many things. Good works constitute when men avoids what is forbidden and tries to do what is enjoined. Khalifa Tulal Khamis further says, if we analyze ourselves, there is much piety that we overlook in our daily lives. 
it is a most significant condition for one who invites people to God to be one who does good works. Then alone can one summon another to the ways showed by the promised Messiah, salam, in the current age. Then alone can one assert that he or she has to some extent found inner peace and is leading towards spiritual development and can usher others to listen and try to be obedient as one has been obedient. Khalif Tullah Khamis, may Allah strengthen his hand, says again, while it is essential for Dayan Allah's summons to God to remember this, it is also for every single Ahmadi, whether he, she is active in tablik or not, to be aware their surroundings and the world knows they are Ahmadi, and their being an Ahmadi makes them a silent summoner to God. Friday sermon, April 9th, 2010. How many of you have told your colleagues on your job and your professions that you are an Ahmadi Muslim? Change your surroundings. If you haven't done it, ain't too late. You can still do it. All the people on my job, they know it. I, walk, I work on Wall Street. <clears throat> I work in the financial districts of the entire nation. And when the people see me, they know that I'm an Ahmadi Muslim. Now, they may not say I'm an Ahmadi Muslim every day, but they know that I am one who has accepted the promised Messiah of the age. That is the only answer that you can give to tell them about the distinction. You don't have to get into a big conversation. That'll come later. That'll happen when like, they, start to be they start to take another, a closer look at you, a closer observation of your actions. Khalifatullah Kama said, the Muslims of the subcontinent should pay heed. They are not exempt. The promised Messiah on whom peace has repeatedly and very strongly warned against this and the strength of his warning is born out of compassion. It is our duty to draw attention to it that the detractors of the promised Messiah on whom be peace in India, Bangladesh, and Pakistan have witnessed calamities at close range. The recent world disasters should be a cautionary sign for us. May God make the Muslims understand this. Recently, many Muslim countries are facing the crisis of conflict between the masses and the government. Muslims are killing Muslims. What could be more tragic than this if only they understood that the one who has to be sent for the good of the Ummah nation, for the good of the Ummah or the nation has come. Friday sermon, March 8, 2011. Whenever I think of this concept, I often think or I'm reminded of the Surah, surah Al-Asr, when it says, Well, Asr in Nal and Sana Lafi Krishna Ladina, Aminu, Aminu Salehati, Watawaso Bilhak, Watawaso Bisabr. Surely man is in a state of loss except for him who observes truth, who observes truth and who is patient. So we have to call our brothers and our sisters to the path that has been shown by the promised Messiah, Islam. The fourth Khalifa, Rahmatullahi Mizatahi Ahmed, has said the following. He says, O ye slaves of Muhammad, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and O ye successors of the faith of Muhammad, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, shun the dialogue of what you do and what, you and what your responsibilities are entrusted to you. Each one of you is an inviter, and each one of you is answerable to Allah. Whatever be your means of livelihood, whatever be your goal, whichever region of the world you dwell in, or whichever rave you belong to, your foremost obligation is to call the people of the world to the Lord of Muhammad and change their darkness into the light and bestow life to their death. May Allah will that it be so. Friday sermon. Two of 83. Khilafatul Masih 
the fourth Rahmatullah Lehi further says, as far as my heart is concerned, let me assure you that there is no offering gift more delightful and affectionate to me than that an Ahmadi, whether he be a man or a woman or a child on the age, writes to me with prayers that by the grace of Almighty Allah, he has joined the category of those who call to Almighty Allah and whose deeds are virtuous. Friday sermon, January of 83. Hazur further says, and has drawn our attention to those who have become callers unto Allah. May Allah, may, may Allah Almighty bless them abundantly, while those who have not yet joined the fold should immediately pay attention. This excuse will not be acceptable to Allah that, that we lived in such a nation that were, where materialism was in vogue. The people have become so worldly that they would not hear our word. Hence the art of speech as to be learnt, and as regards the art of speech, Almighty Allah has guided us to make use of righteousness. The more the person is God-fearing, the more will his words be effective. More cleverness is of no avail. Mere knowledge is of no avail. Hence, it is required of friends to add weight to their speech, that they elevate their personal standard of righteousness. Elevating your personal state of righteousness, brothers, is something that not enough time can be spent on. <clears throat> you don't have to be a graduate of a large university. You don't have to have remembered so many surahs of hadith. But your righteousness requires that you fear Allah and that you follow those who have been appointed by him to guide mankind. This is a degree of righteousness that can be sought by all. It is free. It doesn't cost you a dime. It doesn't cost you anything. It just causes you to submit. And if you submit, Allah will show you the rest. <coughs> Further, Khalifa Tul Masih Rahmatullah says, every Ahmadi, without any exceptions, is a propagator. Now even children, have to become propagators. Aged have to become propagators to the extent that even the ills, their ills that are forbidden, or, the, or those that are, be, or are bedridden, have to become propagators. If nothing else, through prayers, they can join the strife for propagation. Day and night, they can beseech Allah and say, oh Allah, we do not have the strength <coughs> to move about and propagate. Jazakallah. Jazakallah. Maybe I've been propagating too long because I'm about to lose my voice, but I'm not ready to lose my battle. I'm in a battlefield for the promised Messiah, and I will not be deterred whether I can speak today or not. It doesn't matter because in me is that living spirit. In all of you, I'm sure, is that living spirit that we have to make this message. We have to get this message out to the people, not only of America, but also to the world. Hazur also said, this slow style of advance, I do not like it. If you desire to tread on the path of Allah, forsake your life and march step emphatically walk bare chested with your head held high 
and conquer new forts. You are Allah's generals. Today, every Ahmadi is a general. Forget the working of soldiers. You have to conquer many territories. Nations have been placed in your charge. You have been made the leaders of nations. Just realize your office as to who you are, and then you'll see your conditions will be transformed. Friday Sermon 1085. So brothers and sisters, look at your situation. Look at you who have been called into the fold of Ahmadiyya. Do you think it's a mistake? Do you think it was just by chance that you are Ahmadis? There's no reason, there's no reason for me to be standing before you today other than to know that the promised Messiah Salam's prayers and mercy of God Almighty subhanahu wa ta'ala has been bestowed on America because I came up in a place where there is no Muslims. There's no name of any Muslim ever raised in my community. I am the first of my community that has been brought up as a Muslim, and I'm striving more and more to bring my children up as well. But it means that the time that has come for all people to accept the Imam Mahdi of this age is coming to the point where is that is urgent. And this is an understanding about what uh, Hazrat Noah salam, was feeling. He had urgency. He knew that the flood was coming, but his countrymen didn't believe him. They was too busy doing what we call today lollygagging and, 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 and having pastimes. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is calling all people to account. And that account will be held. And when that time comes, nobody can put it out. Nobody can put it off. If you love your people, call them to the path. If you love your children, call them to the path. If you love your wife, call them to the path. Hazrat Noah's wife, she didn't believe, but he kept surely calling her day and night, day and night. Call those, even if you get tired, even if your voice gives out on you, find a way to pray on it. Allah will give you a way. There's always a way open. There's always a door open for you to call people to Almighty Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is unfortunate, Khalifatullah comments is recited, has been reported to have said on Friday sermon, June 30th of 2017, he said, it is unfortunate that the leaders of the Muslim world are also faithless and are making every effort to define, to defame and damage Islam. Due to worldly and political gain, they are aiding non-Muslim countries. These people do not understand that the only solution to the world's problems is to accept the Messiah and the Imam Mahdi of this time. If the world can be saved from a huge destruction, it is only through prayers of Ahmadis. These prayers must be performed with utmost pain and anguish. As our brother Abdul Latif had mentioned earlier, the Holy Prophet has said, prayers can make misfortunes and trials and tribulations bearable, and future misfortunes and trials and tribulations can be averted. O people, make prayer a must for yourself. Hence, according to the saying, we should persevere in mindful prayers. In conclusion, Brothers and sisters, I'll draw your attention to a final quote of the promised Messiah, salam, who has been recorded to have said, I have publicly proclaimed that God has revealed to me that the real, that the real promised Messiah, who is also the Mahdi, tidings of whose appearance are to be found in the Bible 
and the Holy Quran, and whose coming is also pro promised in the Ahadith, is none other than myself. However, I have come without a sword or a gun. God has commanded me that with meek and gentle humility and peace, I should invite people to God who is true, eternal and immutable, and is the most holy, all-knowing and ever-merciful and just. I alone am the light of this age of darkness. He who follows me will be saved from falling into the pits prepared for the devil, for those who walk in the dark. I have been sent by God to lead the world in humility and peace to the true God and to reestablish the reign of moral values in Islam. God has provided me with the heavenly signs for the satisfaction of seekers after truth and has shown miracles in my support. He has disclosed to me secrets of the unseen and the future, which according to the scriptures are the real criteria in judging and identifying the true claimant of this divine office taken from Jesus in India, page 12 and 13. The promised Messiah and Mahdi salam, says further, these times are no doubt like the age of Noah salam. There is a universal demand for an ark. The world needs a deliverer. Human efforts has failed. Could a loving God forsake his creatures entirely? Would he leave them all to perish? No, certainly not. He is not vindictive. His mercy encompasses all things. He has sent Noah salam as he already has built an ark. He calls out, a deluge of God's wrath is now at its height, and only those who take refuge in Noah's ark may be saved. Seek me in truth and sincerity of heart. The good lies only in this. All around prowls beasts of prey, and in me alone is to be found, is to be found the tower of refuge. Ahmed salam of Qadian is no doubt the only refuge now, he is indeed the hope of the ages, the light that shone on the Sinai, the light that brightened the lives of the fishermen of Galilee, the same light that illumined the world from the heights of Faran. That light is now flame in the wilderness of Qadian on the high banks of the river Bees. God shall establish truth, justice, and love on earth. Through Ahmed salam, there shall be established a permanent relationship between man and God, and the wicked shall leave their transgressions and virtue shall reign supreme. Blessed are those who make their peace with God. Taken from the life of Ahmed, page seven. <clears throat> so you Ahmedis, my brothers, my sisters, each one of you are linked to the attributes bestowed on the promised Messiah, salam, and Mahdi, which are realized with you, which are realized with you when you become a Waqfi Zindagi, a devoted and steadfast caller in calling people to Allah. With each prayer, pray that Allah increase your efforts and strengthen you in every way that you may convey this message. All praises due to Allah, Lord of all the worlds. Jazakum Allah.